The Playful Psychologist podcast is hosted by me, Emily Hanlon, a clinical psychologist who primarily works with children and adolescents. This podcast has been designed to offer support to new psychologists who may feel as though they are drowning in uncertainty. It has also been designed to inform and educate parents and teachers on all things child development. Along with some special guests, I explore different aspects of child development, including developmental disorders and emotional regulation, while also advocating for those who may be falling through the cracks in our current system. Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of The Playful Psychologist. Today, I want to answer a common question that I get, and that is, what does a child psychologist do and how do you choose the right psychologist for your child? So really, really interesting questions. And I guess, you know, it's not something that we advertise a lot. I think um, people are definitely opening up more to the idea of developmental psychology and where it's not as taboo anymore, but I definitely think we have a long way to go. So let's just dive right in. Child psychology is, I, I think like people think it's just all about like talking about your feelings and drawings and like interpreting drawings. And it's just way more than that. It's kind of, uh, it's about fostering development, navigating social issues, and just assessing potential concerns that may arise for a child. Now, being a child psychologist is one of the most rewarding jobs. I absolutely love it, but it does have its ups and downs. It's good days and bad days, days when you want to sink into a chair due to like mental exhaustion, days where you want to, you know, bathe in dead old because every child has come in with a new rare antibiotic resistant strain of bacteria, days where you realize how good your reflexes are because you have dodged um, airborne Lego pieces for 50 minutes, days where you laugh, days where you cry tears of stress, days where you cry tears of joy and pride, days where you feel like you have the weight of a child's entire world on your shoulders, days where you feel like you're just getting nowhere and days where you feel like you are genuinely making a difference, days where you feel like you would have more luck getting through to Santa Claus and days where everything just falls into place. So child psychology is most definitely not for the faint-hearted. A child psychologist is a type of psychologist who studies the mental, social and emotional development of children. So child psychologists typically evaluate a child's development from like prenatal experiences right through to adolescence if, if you know, they are teenagers when they come to see one. Um, child psychologists may work with children across a range of ages from infants through to teens. And the main focus for a child psychologist is basically to understand, to prevent, to diagnose and treat developmental, social and emotional concerns. So there's a lot going on for them. Although approaches may vary, a child psychologist may um, diagnose and treat learning and developmental disabilities, work with children and families to manage behavioral issues, administer psychological assessments to get a better understanding of concerns, mood disorders, anxiety systems or systems, symptoms um, or behaviors, or they may even work in an integrated healthcare team to create a really unique treatment plan for a child. That usually happens if a child presents with complex needs such as low functioning, you know, for lack of a better word, autism or, you know, a diagnosis or trauma, for example. You may work with like um, an, an OT and a speechy and a GP or a pediatrician and all kind of be on the same page to offer that like integrated approach. So prior to beginning therapy, a child psychologist often conducts some sort of like assessment. It may not be a formal assessment, but typically an assessment is done just to help gain a better understanding of the child. And that'll likely include an interview with a parent or caregiver and maybe some additional questionnaires, um, maybe a chat with the teacher, 
chat with the sports coach or whoever may you know be in that child's life that the family thinks would be important and if further formal assessment is necessary then the psych will discuss this with the family so child psychologists work closely with both the child and the family to just ensure that any progress achieved in therapy can then be generalized outside of the therapy setting that is really difficult for psychologists to do though and i am actually i've released by the time you're listening to this actually um a course called understanding emotions for allied health professionals where i talk about how to get parents on board and how to properly engage parents so if you're interested um the you can purchase tickets from my website in the shop section for that so Now that we've spoken about how child psychologists provide assessment and therapy for a range of things, um, they can also, it's really important, I guess, to remember that they can also provide support and assistance to children and families who may not have a specific diagnosis. So even though, you know, a lot of the time kids present with a diagnosis of ADHD, autism, anxiety, developmental delay, that sort of thing, psychologists always will always work with a child, even if they don't have a diagnosis. The first step to helping a child with any concerns you may have is to just book that initial appointment. You don't have to have a diagnosis when you book that appointment. If your psychologist thinks that getting a diagnosis is necessary or important or will have a positive impact, then they will help you do that. So as a parent, when you make an appointment with a psychologist, you can typically expect the first appointment to, like I said, to be usually with you without the child present if you prefer. This is so that your psychologist can ask background information and collect that information about your child without them having, you know, without them hearing all the nitty gritty details. In the first appointment, your psych will ask detailed information about their family, your family history, the child's family history, their health, development, medical history, education, and so on, in addition to any current concerns that you may have. So this may include questions about stresses that may be affecting the family. You don't have to answer questions that you don't want to and wish to, and you can always ask the psych why they're asking you those questions if you feel uneasy. But obviously, the more information that your psychologist has, um, the better that's going to be for you because they're not really able to have a full whole understanding of what's going on if you're not able to answer those questions. So when it comes to assessment, this may include school observations of your child, meeting your child and asking them some questions, consulting with the child's school, completing questionnaires, or like I said, formal assessments like an IQ assessment or a diagnostic assessment of some sort. When it comes to therapy, that's going to be different for every child. It may include direct work with your child and also strategies for you guys to put in place as parents or caregivers to assist your child's behavior and emotional well-being and development at home. The really important thing for families to remember is that psychology is not a quick fix. It requires really hard work and commitment from families, and it's a real collaborative effort. If it's not collaborative, it's never going to work. Improvements may be gradual and occur over a period of weeks or even months. Um, So it's really important to remember that it's not going to be like a little, you know, pill that you take and everything's better. You and your child will likely receive tasks between sessions. Completing these is really important um, because your therapist has given it to you for a reason and it will help your child make more therapeutic gains. But most importantly, if you're unsure about anything or you have any concerns, just ask your psychologist. They'll be more than happy to chat to you. So a child psychologist is there to help you and your child get through a really tricky time. Seeing a psychologist does not mean that you as a parent have failed. It means you're intuitive enough to understand that your child needs a little bit of extra help. Now, one of the most important questions that I get is how do you choose the right psychologist for your child? 
When it comes to this, it's really important to consider a few things. First of all, university only teaches psychologists so much. So be sure to ask about qualifications, but also areas of additional professional development that a psychologist has completed. Because, you know, you could have a psychologist that says they specialize in everything, which may sound great on paper, but it's not necessarily ideal because I know firsthand that it's quite impossible to continuously upskill across a broad range of areas. That's why for me, my niche is developmental psychology, and that's where I focus my professional development and that's where I focus upskilling myself. If you have 10 areas, how do you have time to upskill in all those areas? So it's just something to keep in mind. Something else that's really important to keep in mind is not to get too caught up on the qualifications of a psychologist. Yes, a clinical psychologist has additional training, has additional supervised practice, and obviously has an additional degree, but that means nothing if they have not used those things properly to further their um, you know, professional development. You could have a registered psychologist who has gone out of their way to continuously upskill in the area of child development. And then you may have a clinical psychologist who's gone out of their way to continuously upskill in bipolar disorder. As a parent, if you want a developmental psychologist, who are you going to see? Are you going to see the registered psych who has the experience or are you going to see the clinical psych who doesn't just because they're a clinical psychologist? So no, you would see the, the registered psychologist. And it's really important for parents to not get too caught up in only seeing a clinical psychologist. And I say that being a clinical psychologist myself because I know how important it is to find the best psychologist for your child. And the best psychologist doesn't necessarily mean that that's a psychologist just with more degrees. It's the person that you're going to click with that has worked hard to upskill themselves in your area and the area that you want to help your child in. And I guess lastly, there's two couple, a couple of things I want to mention. As a parent, don't be afraid to walk away from the psychologist and try and find another one if you don't feel that connection or your child isn't clicking with the psychologist. We don't take it personally. It happens. Sometimes I don't click with my clients and, and that's okay. You, you're just not going to click with everyone in this world and that's fine. But as well, on the flip side of that, please, as a family, don't be offended if a psychologist refers you on. This is actually best practice and it means they care enough about you and your child and your situation to act professionally and competently. It takes a lot for someone to say, hey, this is out of my scope or my area of expertise and I want the best for you. I'm not the best for you, but I know who is. And I think that takes a lot of guts and courage and professionalism. So please don't take it the wrong way if a psychologist ever does that to you. So I hope that, you know, for parents clarified what a child psychologist is, how a child psychologist can help a you know, work with children and can help your child and how to choose the right psychologist and what to look out for. Um, yeah, because these are all common questions that I get. So I thought maybe putting them in a podcast episode would be um, an easy way for you guys to hear about this. But if you do have any questions about some of the stuff I've spoken about today, please DM me at the playful psychologist on Instagram or send me an email. Uh, my email address is theplayfulpsychologist at gmail.com. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll chat to you next time. See you later.